Hello to all our wedding planning couples. I'm Tara and welcome to the Complete Wedding Planning Podcast. I'm excited to share my creativity and 14 years experience as a professional wedding planner and decorator. And I'm Josh and we're so happy you're joining us for some solid down to earth wedding planning advice that I've accumulated over my 18 years in the industry. We believe that weddings are supposed to be fun and fulfilling, not full of stress and conflict. We are presented by Complete Weddings and Events, your leading provider of photo, video, DJ, photo booth, lighting and coordination services. Visit us at completewedo.com for more information. The wedding day is here and it's going awesome. All of the time spent planning has been time very well spent. Family and friends from far and wide have gathered to watch a beautiful wedding and partake in an epic party. The bar is called Last Call. The band or DJ has signaled that it's last song. But the party people aren't done partying. So what's next? Tonight we're going to talk about the after party and I'm joined by Anthony Adams, DJ for Complete Weddings and Events. Hey, everybody. It's great to be back. All right. So let's get right into the subject matter. How important is it to actually have a plan for an after party? I mean, aren't these things best kept spontaneous? You know, these things can be spontaneous, but I would say that, you know, think back to your times in high school and go back to your homecoming or your prom. Was your favorite memory at the actual dance itself? I can tell you right now it wasn't. It was at the after party. That's where everything was happening. That's where all the kids met after after the uh, the dance, got together, traded secrets, and had a little fun. Whether that's clean fun or not is up to you. I, I'm not here to make those rules, but uh, everybody knows that the after party is where it's at. Got it. So we've established that it's imperative to have the after party be part of the planning process, which means that somebody has to plan it in the planning process. So realistically speaking, who should be on the hook for planning the after party? Definitely needs to be somebody that it knows the local area. Don't have your aunt who's coming in from out of town, try to plan the after party and go back to your uncle's place to just go back for chips and dip. That's not what anybody wants to do after a kick-ass wedding. You need to make sure that somebody that is local and knows the places to go that are going to be open late for sure and can keep a party going uh, far into the early hours. Uh, I highly recommend if the bride and groom are locals to plan something or have an idea of places to go, even if you're not going to be a part of the after party. But a lot of these responsibilities fall to the people who already have a lot of responsibility that day. The best man and the maid of honor, I think, are most in charge, are probably going to be closest to the age range of the people that are going to continue partying into the night and are going to have the best all-around knowledge of places to be and, and what's going to be appropriate for the crowd at hand. Got it. Okay. So we know that an after party is something you need to have on the radar. We know that it's something that's probably going to happen. So you might as well lean into it and make it part of the uh, planned festivities. We've established that members of the wedding party and the locals and hopefully those intersect are going to be some of the best places to go. So if you are one of these individuals mentioned and you're the one planning this after party, what are the steps to make sure that you plan a good after party? I know you mentioned some proximity and things of that nature, but we all know all venues aren't created equal. So kind of talk through that um, thought process. 
Yeah, I think the number one thing that you need to think of is, especially when we're talking about proximity, is ease of transport. Um, if I can walk one block to the karaoke bar down the street, that's your no-brainer answer to an after party right there. There shouldn't be any further contemplation. Uh, if you're out in the boonies, you're going to have to figure out either a shuttle situation to get people to a hotel for an after party, uh, or you're going to have to have people ordering Ubers uh, very, very early to start shuttling out there uh, in in order. Uh, it's going to be tough because if you're far out enough, it's going to be hard to find a ride share, but you're going to be able to find something in town, hopefully, or maybe just a relative's house where you can start a bonfire and get some more drinks going because drinks are always going to be flowing after the after party. Okay. So let's lean into the remote type of location because rustic venues are what's a, a very obvious and notable trend right now, which uh, means you could be doing your wedding at a, at a barn or some sort of rural type of venue, which means that you're most likely providing some level of shovel ser shuttle service to prevent people from driving through the wee hours of the night after being at a party. That's awesome. Um, so is it, is it a, legitimate thing to just simply say, Hey, we all know that we're going back to the hotel. Um, we're just going to have something there. And what are the things that need to be established besides, Hey, this room is the one that's uh, having the party. So yeah, if you're, if you're shuttling back to a hotel, I think first you need to establish the room number. Who, who's going to be hosting this shindig? Where do you need to store all the alcohol so that nobody needs to be drunkenly stumbling back to their room to get personal servings? I think having a central location where things are pre-prepared is the best way to do this. Uh, again, nobody wants to be stumbling around when they're already eight drinks deep, eight hours into the day. Uh, we want to have an after party that's easy access, both transportation-wise and logistics-wise. Um, so central location and have the cooler ready to go. Don't put it together when you get back. And and so we've established that you have your urban type of situations where there's a bar close to wherever the venue is. We've established rural type of situations where there's the uh, hotel room that everybody's going back to. You also mentioned that there's a possibility of just going to some location like a house where you can have a bonfire. So is the most important thing just simply have a plan and you don't even need to put a, a, a ton of crazy thought into this. Just make sure that you all know where everybody's going to. There's a plan and that there's a stocked cooler before you get there and you're not having to figure anything out when you walk in. Is that an accurate statement? 100% uh, accurate. Yeah. All right. Perfect. So we've established what makes a good after party. So my, my only other question at this point is, what are some of the best after parties you've been a part of? And let's kind of turn this into a little bit of a story time and you can maybe even uh, just see the ideas of what makes a good party from somebody who's planned and been the MC for uh, a ton of parties over the years. Yeah. So um, again, one of the, the most recent after parties I was a part of, uh, we were at a barn and we were definitely a good hour away from any sort of, you know, livable situation <laughs> there was no sort of uh restaurants bars anything around there it was all just woods and lakes for quite a bit so they had actually had their wedding on a barn slash camping site uh, so everybody was able to bring their rvs and tents and just camp out after the wedding so we finished up at midnight and then everybody just met over by the bonfire and there was coolers full of ice and uh 
different beers, seltzers, a um, little bit of shots going on as well. Um, but it was just a good moment for everybody to decompress and talk about the wedding. And the music wasn't as loud at that point. Um, so you just had a chance to really talk about the day and just, you know, be with friends and kind of enjoy your, uh, enjoy your night. So, yeah, I've definitely had similar experiences. I mean, my, my background when I first started DJing was in a very rural location where most of the venues were, you know, here's the keys, have the trash cleaned out by noon tomorrow and we get the keys back. Um, so we, we could play late in a lot of these small towns and, Western Kansas where I, where I grew up and cut my teeth DJing. And so I've, I've had situations where, you know, I go back to the small town hotel. I've had situations where I've gone to the uh, big RV or even the uh, like trailer house or something that had been rented out for the weekend where all the wedding party was staying and, you know, got everybody that's probably going to be crashing on floors. I've definitely done the camp type of things as well. But I'm going to talk a little more urban here earlier this summer. I actually did a wedding for a good friend and they had uh, worked with the hotel where the couple was staying and most of the wedding party was staying to get the upstairs bar area and to get half of it to be private for their group for a period of time. And I, as a DJ, was able to come in and play a little bit of uh, extra music for another hour. But the main point was that was very well communicated. And when we were wrapping up the actual um, reception dance part of the evening, I was able to get on the microphone and say, Hey, everybody, you're going to this address. And uh, it just made it really clear where everybody was going. And it was a really fun way to wrap the night up. So anything else to add about the uh, after party? Uh, again, like you said, don't, don't have to make it uh, overly planned out. Again, a lot of the times it will form organically, but you still just have to have a baseline set up. Uh, to make sure people have an understanding of where to go. What happens there, that can all get figured out on the fly. Yeah, absolutely. And and that kind of lends to a thing of have a plan of the where right. and, and make sure that you have the uh, things like the full cooler and maybe be a little more flexible on the what and uh, just and see, where, too, to, see where the evening so, takes you. Yeah, I would say certainly have a couple snacks there to get your friends a little sober before they're going to actually start driving home. Um, and possibly have a place for them to crash too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. So uh, again, have fun planning the wedding, have an absolute blast at the party and make sure that you have plans for the after party. And until next time, take care. Oh, and be safe, everybody be safe. Yeah. Make sure you get home safe. <laughs> take care. We hope you enjoyed this episode and that you got some helpful insight as you plan the big day. So until next time, I'm Tara with the Complete Wedding Planning Podcast. And I'm Josh. Please make sure to subscribe to our channel and rate and review us if you like what you hear. We are presented by Complete Weddings and Events, your leading provider of photo, video, DJ, photo booth, lighting, and coordination services. Visit completewedo.com for more info. Happy wedding planning!